to chase that shade. I really just think we could sit around listening to Stephanie sing 5,000 Dolly Parton songs. I'm here for it. Our scripture reading today comes from the Gospel of Matthew. Then Jesus said to his disciples, Truly I tell you, it will be hard for a rich person to enter the kingdom of heaven. Again, I tell you, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for someone who is rich to enter the kingdom of God. When the disciples heard this, they were greatly astounded and said, then who can be saved? But Jesus looked at them and said, for mortals, it is impossible, but for God, all things are possible. Will you pray with me? May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O God, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Years ago, one of my favorite musicians, Linford Detweiler of the band Over the Rhine, told a story about an encounter he had with a European man when he was on tour in overseas. And this guy was making snide comments about America. Linford acknowledged that while some of the man's criticisms were valid, no other country in the world could have given the world Johnny Cash. That story has been a lifeline for me over the years, especially when my frustrations with the state of our nation threaten to overwhelm my affection and love for our country. I've shared those words in worship several times, including last year, when I closed by encouraging the congregation to consider their own list of uniquely American people, places, and things for which we are most grateful. Well, today, as you are well aware, I'm reflecting on the songwriter and philanthropist who is most definitely on my list of beloved Americans, Dolly Parton. The children's book I read for First Steps lifted up much of what makes Dolly so delightful. She is an extraordinarily gifted songwriter, giving us songs like Jolene and Nine to Five and I Will Always Love You. She is a generous philanthropist, using her wealth as a tool to promote literacy and life-saving medical research. I learned a lot more about her a few years ago when I listened to a wonderful podcast series called Dolly Parton's America, which I commend to your attention. One of the central questions of that podcast is how Dolly has managed to be so well-loved across often insurmountable divisions in American culture and politics in a time of profound polarization in this country, why does everyone love Dolly? With all due respect to Dolly, I suspect that part of the reason 
has less to do with who she truly is and more to do with who her fans imagine her to be. Some see her as a progressive icon, embracing LGBTQ people and happily dropping racially insensitive references from her Dollywood theme park. And some see her as a conservative darling, dipping her toe in women's lib in nine to five, but coyly distancing herself from the politics and feminism of her co-star, Jane Fonda. Frankly, the way people see Dolly Parton reminds me a bit of the radically different way various groups of Christians imagine Jesus. We might all be reading the same Bible, but you would barely recognize that the Jesus of the fundamentalists and the Jesus of the Congregationalists are presumably the same person. You'd barely know we all worship the same God. I do believe that Dolly Parton is a national treasure, and I give thanks for all the ways she has blessed us through her songs, sass, and spirit of giving. But I don't believe for a moment that our common fondness for Dolly is going to save America any more than I believe our common commitment to Christ will save America. The events of the last few weeks, months, and years have only deepened my concern for the state of our nation, the state of our world, in many ways, it feels like things are just too far gone. Racism, misogyny, and injustice are more rampant than ever. We are running out of time to address climate change. The divisions are too deep, the distrust too pervasive, the despair too justifiable. It's not that there is nothing we can do. There is always something we can and must do. But we cannot save ourselves, and we cannot save our beloved, yet deeply disunited states of America. More than ever, I believe only God can save us now. Now I chose the scripture from the Gospel of Matthew today because Dolly Parton is on record saying it is her favorite Bible verse. But we would all do well to follow her lead on this one and meditate on this teaching. There is much that is impossible for mortals. We cannot save ourselves any more than a camel can squeeze through the eye of a needle or a rich man can buy his way into the kingdom of heaven. It is impossible. But for God, all things are possible. Can we believe this? For God, all things are possible. Will you say it with me? For God, 
all things are possible. Here's my hunch. If we truly believe this, we will not sink into apathy or descend into despair. We will be able to participate in all that God is doing and to do so with faith, hope, and love. We will be liberated from fear and empowered to live with joy, laughter, gratitude, maybe even whimsy. We will be free to sing a new song, praising God from whom all blessings and all salvation flows. May it be so. Amen.